Dear friends, on this Good Friday morning, 2020, as we experience the phenomena of this pandemic, and we find ourselves confined to our homes and waiting for the spirit of death to perhaps pass us over, we can think of the time of Passover when the Hebrew people had to also wait for the spirit of death to pass over, protecting themselves with the blood of the Lamb. Perhaps, too, we can also find now in our time a new connection with this blood of the Lamb, this blood and body of the Lamb who died on the cross, who died and entered death also to show us true life, to help us to connect to the life in death. And this life in death is a deep mystery which, friends, connects us to the mystery of the Father. For there is a profound lecture by Rudolf Steiner, our great Christian initiate, who in the 13th lecture of the cycle on the Gospel of John and its relationship to the other Gospels, tells us that the deep secret of death is actually the reality of the Father. That if we truly get to know death, we will find the cosmic Father. And this mystery is also pointed to in the Gospel of John itself, where in chapter 12 and in chapter 17, we hear that the Father will actually reveal himself in Christ's hour. The Father will reveal himself, make himself known in the hour of death. Christ on the cross. And so if we turn our gaze to the words that Christ speaks on the cross in the Gospel of John, and if we turn our gaze with the lens that this is where the Father will reveal himself, then we can start to hear the words that Jesus speaks with new ears. Woman, this is your son, says Jesus. This is your mother. We can hear then in light of this mystery word that the Father is revealing himself, 
in and through the cross. That the Father himself is speaking. This is your son, this is your mother. And what we can see here is that we hear, we see the Father's will in a new way. The Father reveals that his will is that we become a new spirit family. That our mother is truly the divine Sophia. And that we are truly children of the father and the mother. And we are all siblings in this great John being. And that the will of the Father is that we learn to die to our blood ties, our earthly ties more and more. That we go through the painful process of re-identifying ourselves with Christ with a spirit family, with Christ as our true ancestor, and the Christian community as our true family. This is the will of the Father that we become re-identified with the spirit community with the Christ community. And therefore it is no accident that the power of identification is awakening in our time, in our culture, that we even speak about how we identify ourselves. And this shows that we can now use this power to choose what we identify with to more and more find our true selves and our true community in that which is connected with the great ancestor of Christ, the new Adam, the firstborn of the true human beings. This awakening to the new spirit community is the first revelation, the first will of the Father revealed in the Son on the cross. And the second word he speaks through which we can hear the voice of the Father is, I thirst What is the Father thirsting for? When we contemplate this, we can start to understand this mystery thought that actually the religion of God, the religion, the longing of God is that 
humanity becomes what it is meant to be. Fathers always want their children to become what they are meant to be. And so we can hear in this, I thirst, that he is actually, if we can see through the illusion that it is water that he is asking for, we can then start to come close to this true thirsting that the Father is longing to be quenched by the draft of health that we lift to him in our act of consecration of man, the draft of health that is full of our spiritualized willing, feeling, and thinking, that is full of the divine human being, the divine humanity. This is what the Father is thirsting for. And so if we want to get close to this new longing, this new thirsting, this new hungering, we can then learn also to spiritualize our longings, to slowly lift our own earthly longings into the spirit where the thirst becomes thirst for truth that liberates and refreshes our hearts. where the hunger becomes hunger for feeling the presence and power of his being in us, close to us, bringing the spirit comfort and spirit satisfaction of his peace. And finally, this third word on the cross is we hear it is finished. It is finished. And we can hear in these words that it is not that his earthly life is finished, that death as an end is finished. That would be simply the illusory part of the cross. But in these words it is finished is that the Father is recognizing that the seed of the goal of all of human evolution has been laid, has been completed with Christ moving through death bringing humanity in and through death and overcoming death in such a way that it provides for us the very reality and the growing seed of our goal as human beings, our mission. And this mission 
that the Father has recognized has been completed, but that is also a seed that must still be completed, what he longs for more and more. This goal in us becomes hope. Hope. Hope for the divine aims. Hope for the goal of human evolution that the Father has revealed to us through Christ. This is the cornerstone of the Christian heart, the Christian community. And we can feel that and see that and hear that in our creed. That all those who feel the healing power of Christ within themselves, all those who join in the ecclesia of those connected with Christ, they, the community of Christians, they hope, they may hope for three things. And this hoping is the essential activity of how we connect with the goal of the Father. We hope for the reality of overcoming the sickness of sin, overcoming the separation of our hearts with God, overcoming the entanglement of our being and our longings and our desires in decaying, selfish matter. Overcoming our erring or missing the mark with finding the true aim and goal of his will. We hope for, in this way, the continuance of man's being beyond the threshold of death, beyond the decaying of matter, And we hope, finally, for the preservation of our truest being, body, soul, and spirit, the preservation of our life, which includes the earth in a new way, the preservation of our life that is destined to live in eternity. This is the hope of the Father, made real by the reality of Christ's deed, for it has been finished and it is yet to come.
And if we look at the Father's words here in this way, if we can start to feel that through the illusion of outer death, through the illusion, the illusory elements of the Christ on the cross, that when we hear the truth of it speak through the words of Christ, through the words of the Father, through the Christ, we can then start to feel the words of our act of consecration in a new way. On the cross will the body bear the new confession the new family, the new desire, the new hope. And from the cross will flow in the blood the new faith, the new trust in this community of Christians, in this spirit-centered community, family, a new trust in the goals of God, in the hope of God, in the religion of the Father. In this way, we can begin to see through the illusory nature of death and into The fact that real death is true life. The Christ on the cross on Good Friday reveals true life on the cross through the revelation and glorification of the Father through his word. And we can see then here that the Father, coming close to the Father means becoming children of God, united and identified with a new family, a new ancestor in Christ Jesus, letting go, dying to our earthly ties and uniting with the community of Christians. This is the Father. This is the secret of death. And the Father is also transmuting earthly desires into spiritual longings. Death that is revealed through Christ on Good Friday is also learning to thirst in truth, to thirst with the Father for the divine humanity to awaken. And finally, the Father, the reality of death, also unites us with the great hope, shows us that the community of Christians finds its activity in hoping 
for the goals of the divine. Letting go of our own selfish hopes as a death process and learning to re-identify our hopes with the Father. Dear friends, on this special Good Friday, I want to tell you that death is in reality not an end. Death as an end to being, that is an illusion of the adversary. The true reality of death is transmuting our being into something new. Something new that is connected to Christ Jesus that brings us into relationship with a new family. Spiritual desires and the hope and aims and goals of God. Christ on the cross reveals death as true life. May we find him.